And thank you so much for joining us. It is the Nightly Pleasures Podcast, episode number 24. I am your host, The Grey Knight, and tonight, a real pleasure to start us off with. It's an excerpt for a book that won't be out until the 20th of June. The title of the piece is Man Candy by the author Melanie Harlow. It's a real treat, and it's coming up right now. What the hell? Had I left my apartment door open? I'd overslept this morning, and I heard we were going to get a ton of snow today, so I left in a rush, hoping to beat the bad weather. Maybe I'd neglected to pull the door all the way shut behind me. Taking off my snow boots, I set them on the hallway mat and glanced up the stairs towards Jamie's apartment, but I didn't see or hear anything. Then, I walked into my living room, and it hit me. The scent of her perfume in my apartment. It was unmistakable, and by now, familiar, sweet and fresh and floral. She smelled like a perfect spring day in the middle of winter, and it made me want her even more every time I smelled it lingering in the hall. But she was so stubborn, rushing past me every time I saw her, barely making eye contact, saying nothing more than hello and good night. If it weren't for those telltale blushes, I might think she'd be telling the truth the first night, and she really wasn't attracted to me at all. Just today, during my workout, I was thinking about trying again with her. For fuck's sake, we weren't kids anymore. Did we have to play games? Life was too short not to go for what you wanted. And I wanted her. Had she been in here today? I closed the door behind me, set down my bag, and walked back towards my bedroom. That's when I realized I could still smell her. Then, I heard a noise coming from my room and walked into it just in time to hear a small sound of girlish terror and see the closet door being pulled halfway shut from the inside. What the fuck was she doing in my closet? And was that a half-empty wine glass on my nightstand? Had she snuck in here to snoop around, thinking I'd be at class? All classes had been cancelled for the rest of the night because of the weather, so I was home early. For a moment, I just stood there, trying to decide if I was flattered or irritated. I settled on mostly entertained, especially seeing as she was fucking trapped now. I know I said I was over the games, but this was just too good. What was the best way to play this? She'd gone through all this trouble, so I should give her a good show, right? Suddenly, I had an idea, and it made me want to laugh so hard I had to back out of the room. In the hallway, I composed myself and re-entered the room, making more noise this time. A hiccup and a little thump against the closet door told me I was right about her location. Suppressing the urge to just throw the door wide open and catch her in the act, I walked right by her, into the bathroom, unzipped my pants, and drained the lizard for her listening pleasure. I grinned as I imagined the horrified look on her face. Then I flushed, washed my hands, and started the next act. So, how about a hot shower, gorgeous? I said loudly. She hiccuped again. Then I heard some rustling around in there and I was nervous she was going to expose herself to me before I had the chance to expose myself to her. 
and I mean full exposure. I wasn't shy in the least. I whipped off my shirt and spoke again. Yeah, I think getting hot, naked, and wet right now sounds like a good plan for a cold afternoon. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw the top of her head start to poke out of the closet, and I tossed my shirt in her direction. She came out even farther. Fuck, this is gonna feel good. I moaned. I pulled off my t-shirt and flung it at her, delighted when it appeared to hit her in the face. She darted backward into the closet like a mouse. I smiled. Come out and play, little mouse. And she did, just in time to see me preening and posing in the mirror, flexing my muscles, stretching my limbs. I kissed each bicep just for show before sliding a hand down the front of my pants. My dick wasn't hard, and I didn't necessarily want it to get that way. Yet. So instead of stroking myself, I moved behind the bathroom door to get ready for the grand finale, wondering if she'd use the opportunity to escape, betting she wouldn't. I pulled off my jeans and tossed them out. Next, I yanked off my socks, but I left those on the bathroom floor. Finally, I took off my underwear and flung them out, dying to know if she was still there. I covered my junk with both hands, and I kicked the door all the way open. There she was, on her hands and knees. I knew I could get her there. Mouth open, eyes wide. She gasped. So, I said, barely able to contain my delight. Now what? Her eyes raked over me from head to toe. She licked her lips. Uh, she said. Use your words, sweet pea. What are you doing in my bedroom? She scrambled to her feet, which were bare. Her toenails were painted candy apple red, which was also the color of her cheeks. She wore black yoga pants that clung to her scrumptious legs and a long-sleeved charcoal gray sweatshirt that hung off one bare shoulder and said, Namaste in bed, on the front. Aside from the natural blush painting her face, she wore no makeup, just an adorably guilty expression. Ah, sorry, she mumbled, fiddling with her hair, which hung in one long braid down her chest. I was... Looking for... I thought I heard... Nothing? She dropped her hands and exhaled. Forget it. I'll leave. She backed up a couple of steps, but I saw the way she couldn't take her eyes off my hands. Why are you leaving? Too chicken to stay? Her head snapped up, and she gave me a surprised look. Ch chicken? Well, yeah. You came down here to see something, didn't you? Her mouth fell open. Fuck. Those lips and that chin. I wanted to do such bad things to her pretty face. My dick started to swell behind my hands. See something? She repeated. Yes. Isn't that why you were spying on me from my closet? She puffed out her chest in outrage. I wasn't trying to spy on you. Oh, no. 
No, I was just curious. Curious, I see. And does this satisfy your curiosity? I said tall and gave her my best selfie smolder, the one she hated. She parked her hands on her hips. Okay, I'll play this game. No, my curiosity is not satisfied. I can see that much of you any time I want. All I have to do is get online. Hmm. I pretended to be vexed by that. You're right. So what now? Turn around, she said imperiously like a queen ordering her gesture to amuse her. I cocked a brow at her. Then I turned to the side, which I really feel is the best angle for my bud. How's that? She tipped her head to the side and studied me critically. It's okay, but I'm going to need more. More? More? She twirled a finger in the air. Could you turn to the back, please? I faced away from her, my feet apart, and took the opportunity to grin while she couldn't see my expression. How's that? Better? When she didn't answer, I looked back over one shoulder. Her lower lip was caught between her teeth, and, if I'm not mistaken, she was swaying a little, almost like she was woozy. Then she snapped out of it. It's a pretty good ass. I'll give you that. Thank you. But I'm still curious. Oh, no. Now it's my turn. She looked surprised. Your turn. I'm curious, too. Take off your shirt. She laughed. Oh, no, my friend. You had your chance to see my bits and pieces. You turned me down. That was ten years ago. That was ten days ago in my kitchen, and you know it. I dangled no string sex, and you didn't take the bait. Maybe I don't want no string sex. Maybe I don't want you to see me naked. Chicken. She gave me a dirty look, then grabbed her sweatshirt by the hem and whipped it over her head. Oh, fuck. I turned around and stared. Her tits were just as perfect as I remember them in that red bikini. Maybe even more perfect. A little bigger, a little rounder, with mouth-watering caramel-colored nipples that begged to be tasted. And, she said, throwing her arms in the air, satisfied? I swallowed hard. My eyes had to be bulging out of my head, and my dick was threatening to bust through my hands like a racehorse out the gate. Her body was luscious, and I wanted to explore every curve and crevasse. Hell no, I wasn't satisfied. Now take off your pants. She gave me a look that says, I can't even believe you. Really? My pants? You don't want to fuck me, but I have to take off my pants? I never said I didn't want to fuck you. She pretended to think. Mm-hmm. I guess it was implied when you walked out of my apartment without even kissing me. If you win the game, you can name your prize. Ha! She threw back her head and laughed. 
Her throat was pale and slender and made me think of more bad things I could do to her. You don't think I'll want to have sex with you as a prize? I'll play your little game, Quinn Ryder. I'm no chicken. But the size of your ego is staggering. That's not the only thing. Another dirty look. While she tugged off her pants, I took the opportunity to adjust myself. But the harder I got, the more difficult it was to conceal my dick with my hands. There. She straightened up and threw her pants aside. My breath caught. She wore tight little shorts that sat low on her voluptuous hips, leopard print, edged in black lace. In my head, a lion roared. So, she said, her eyes full of mischief. Now what? Once again, that was an excerpt from Man Candy, available on June 20th by Melanie Harlow. You can find out more on her website. That's MelanieHarlow.com. No dashes, no spaces, or anything else. Or you can check the description of this podcast. It will be there as well. Again, Man Candy, Melanie Harlow, June 20th. Look forward to it. She was also incredibly uh, sweet. And I have to say, as far as authors go... uh, the most identifiable because she said her hair was on fire because of a deadline. So very humanizing. Coming up next, just because I always like to have a little bit of a connection with you, even when we're not all that connected, Cowboy Jack wants to say goodbye in such sweet sorrow. Knock, knock. <laughs> oh, yeah, you better believe I missed you too. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Oh, man. I I am I am deeply sorry for not being around as much as I should be. I know, I know. It's just a matter of, it has been a year, let me tell you. Oh, you heard, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's been something else. Now listen, I don't want you to get all mad or nothing, but... Simple truth of the matter is, I gotta take some time for myself. Oh, no, 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 no. Come on now. It's not about you, and it's not about anything else other than me. I just, I need a little time, you know, to look up, see the stars, get re with myself. Ah. <laughs> uh, I suppose you're right there. It's not that much to get in tune with, but whatever there is, it's out of whack. I gotta get everything just kind of right back into place. So, simple truth of the matter is, I, uh, I'm gonna miss you. Hell no, no, I mean it. I'm gonna miss you. I'm gonna miss you a lot. I think about you all the time. I, uh, I'm often wondering and a little bit worried about maybe I'm not measuring up to what you want out of this. But simple truth of the matter is, a whole lot of what I do is for you. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm a little too hard on myself, but... (laughs) 
ain't got to be when the whole rest of the world takes it easy on you, you know? Come here. Come on, come here. A little bit closer. Just a little bit. Come on now. Oh. Now that's what I'm talking about. I miss these hips. <laughs> oh, yes, I do. Oh, yes, I do. Hmm. And the way your hair smells and the way it bounces. I, uh, I admit this may be a little bit more dogged of me than most times, but simple truth of the matter is I was wondering if you wouldn't want to say goodbye all proper like. You would, huh? Oh, my. You make me the luckiest man. Now, I promise, yours is going to be the first doorbell I ring when I come back. I mean it. I do. And all you got to do is ring my bell. <laughs> and we both know you know how to do that. Mm. Oh, yeah? Well, now that is a real good idea. I always love it when you say goodbye to those pretty little lips, and that is the very best way you can say goodbye as long as I know. Oh, that's right. You know, I consider myself to be a modern man and all, but uh, something about a woman on her knees. Oh, come on now. Don't be shy. We just started getting warm weather again. I need to see your breasts. Oh. Oh, I'm button. I'm button. Just while you take me into your mouth. Oh. You can tell I've been saving up for you, haven't you? <laughs> oh, I promise, darling, I'm as young as I used to be. I can't get just this hard for anyone. Uh-uh. Plus, you do a little bit special. That's right, just a little bit. Don't get cocky now. Just lick me. Oh, come on, give me one long lick. All the way from my balls on up to the tip. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, that's what I'm talking about. Mm. Don't do... No, 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 don't go too quick. Don't go too quick. But if you could do the little head bumps, you know that thing you do so well right on the tip? There we go. Ooh, like I said, not too quick. Come on now. Oh, what are you trying to do to me? Not too quick. I want to do it all proper like. Oh, man. Oh. oh. Come on now. Get up here. I need you here. I need you now. I'm not playing. Come on. Get your palms against that wall. Get your cheek against that wall. There we go. 
Mm. Ah, oh, there's anything I miss more than those hips. It's that ass. Let me just get two big old handfuls of it. Mm-hmm. Spread those cheeks apart. And that's what I'm talking about. Oh, that is what I am talking about. God damn. Oh. You feel how hard I am for you? Just slide my cock right beneath your pussy. Just letting you get all wet. Come here now, let me get a finger in there. Shh, it's okay. You let me take care of you. Oh, we don't need no more trouble, do we? Uh-uh. One arm around your hips, and the other hand just start to gently push into you while my cock's beneath. Fuck. I feel how hot that pussy is for me. It's almost as hot as this cock is for you. Yes, it is. Mm. Oh. Mm. I love how tight and wet that pussy gets for me. Oh, I know in general you're a pretty good girl, but you are such a goddamn slut for me, aren't you? Oh, you hear this voice? You feel me coming? And I can just feel gravity shifting from beneath your feet to either side of your legs. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Shh, it's okay. It'll be our little secret. And to tell you the truth... I only feel this way about you. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. God damn, I love it when you're this wet. Oh, shit. Mm. 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 That's right, I need you now. And I know you need it, too. Oh. Oh. Mm. God damn, I love that pussy. Oh. Oh. No, no, you just brace against the wall. I got this. You don't mind if I bring my other hand up to give your neck a little squeeze, do you? Hell no, I didn't think you did. Uh. Oh. Shit. You don't mind if I don't last too long, do you? Like I said, you really got me going. Fuck, don't push against me. 
Don't push against me unless you want me to goddamn explode. It's already a little bit too much. Uh, said don't push against me fuck 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 god damn it god damn it Tsunami. Uh, I suppose it came in you like a tsunami. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh-uh, darling. No, no, no. You know the rule. I don't kiss goodbye. I only kiss hello. And you didn't ask for a kiss at the start. Uh, don't worry, though. I'll be back to kiss you hello real damn soon. Uh-uh. I'll be thinking of you and only you till I ride back in town. See you real soon there, darling. Whew. Hmm. Ah, oh, god damn, when they said this Viagra worked, they were not kidding. Alright. Who's next on the list to say goodbye to? And I hope you enjoyed that piece and it's time for question and answers before I do take off for one week. It's just one week only. Uh, I feel the need to stress that, given that some people seem to act like I'm dying. Which I'm not quite yet. Maybe one day. Hey, Jack. Hello. Hope you've had a good week. Question one from Rosa. I have two questions for you. Okay. Before you uh, head off on your trip to Europe. No. First off, do you have any funny or embarrassing stories of your friends or co-workers or even family finding out about your Grey Knight persona 
and the the rather sexual attention you get from your fans. Uh, no, there's there's nothing uh, surprising about it because I've just I've told everybody, and also uh, we are only coming up uh, just now on the anniversary of my first Tumblr follower. That only happened it happened less than a year ago. I made the Tumblr account in either January or February. Nobody followed for three months. Uh, very encouraging, by the way, I might add. So, no. Um, what I will say is that <laughs> there's there's been a lot of comments about, <clears throat> uh, wow, that woman's really throwing herself at you. And I don't ever know how I'm supposed to respond one last time. Uh, this is not until I go to Europe. That's that's over two months away. This is one week off because I because I have bronchitis. Uh, for people who say they listen to me, I gotta tell you. Okay, this question, question has probably been asked before, but okay. I have to ask it. If you were a woman for twenty four hours, <laughs> what would you do? I want to have an honest answer. No, no, oh, I'd just play with my boobs all day. <laughs> nah, you, there's got to be something that women specifically do that you'd like to do without judgment. So, yeah. I hope you have a really good trip to Europe. No. And we'll all be here for you when you get back. Oh, my goodness. Have a good one. All right, one last time. I know it's the same person, but I feel like we're going to get caught up on this a lot. I am going to Europe. I'm not taking time off when I'm in Europe. The podcast will still continue while I'm over there. Uh, I, this is sick leave because I have bronchitis. Okay, so what would I do as a woman? I would legitimately masturbate to know how it feels. And I think I would become a better erotica writer uh, just from that knowledge alone. Um, the one thing I've always wanted to know is just how raunchy female conversations about men and sex are. It's been alluded to a number of times on the podcast, but if I was a woman for one day, I don't think I'd get that because you have to be kind of close to a woman. I don't I don't feel like you can just meet somebody and be a fast friend and have a raunchy conversation. Can't wait to be corrected on that one. Ah, mansplaining. Next question comes from Alexandra. Hello. Hello. Um, my question is kind of a bit of like, um, mini questions into one big question. I'm kind of curious about your recording process. Okay. Do you, after you've written a script, do you generally, um, perform it all in one go or do you kind of do, um, little snippets and edit it together? And also, do you do any practice runs? And if so, how long does it take you? Or like, how many times do you do a practice run before you actually um, record? And that's it. So thanks for answering my question. You're very welcome. Uh, probably shouldn't say that before I actually answer the darn thing. So what I do after I write the script is I is I have a pretty good idea before I actually write the script. It's all in my head. Uh, before I get down to writing it. Uh, once I've written it, uh, generally speaking, I will take the next shower session to go over it in my head, just to make sure that it's, you know, what I want to say and how I want to say it, which is so grandiose for porn. I know, I know, but it's true. Uh, and then I sit down and 
Uh, I record it from beginning to end in one go. If I mess up, I start over from the beginning, trying to train myself to do good habits and read scripts from beginning to end without issue. Um, <clears throat> there has been a little bit of interruption of that in the last couple of months with the coughing, but generally speaking, they've all been done from beginning to end. Uh, it's about it's about one hour of work for every ten minutes of erotica you hear. Uh, more or less, and then much more so if there's spanking sounds or a second voice or sound effects or something like that. That's what I call B-roll, and it has to be added and edited and uh, recorded all by itself. So thank you very much, Alexandra. I hope that gives you the answers you're looking for. Up next is Allison. Hi, Jack. Hello. How's it going? Oh, you know. You excited for your well-deserved break? No, I'm, I'm gonna heal. Before I ask my questions this week, I do want to actually give a big shout out to the other ladies of the night. Uh, they have blown me away with their kindness and intelligence and humour, and how welcoming they are. Uh, so we all know how awesome you are, but I just wanted to shout out to the other ladies because they are seriously amazing. They are. So I've got three questions for you because I think three is the most satisfying number. Okay. My first question. Regarding your traveling experiences to Europe and wherever else you've been, what is the top cultural or customary thing you'd love to see in your hometown? Whether it be cuisine, beverages, holidays, clothes, expressions, all of that <laughs> jazz. What would you like to see stateside? What would I like to see stateside and not hometown? That's a much better way to answer it, because I don't really have a hometown um you know i gotta tell you there's something about going to the opera about getting gussied up and going for not too expensive i might add and going and seeing uh just that high culture performance um i've never lived in a town in the u.s that had a big big museum a big reputable museum uh, there's lots of little museums in the U.S. and they're wonderful, but there's only a couple of the bigger ones that will that will have the insurance and the and the muscle to get really cool impressionist paintings and stuff like that. So I've never lived in one. I know there are some, but it would it would be nice. Our our population is just so spread out that I, it's just not realistic. But man, if we could if we could have a Met in every city. Uh, you know, obviously scaled down to population. That would be so cool. Question number two. So, I posted on Tumblr to you about getting the saying Dunyan rings stuck in my head. <laughs> Thanks for that earworm, by the way. Um, what is a saying that has stuck with you at some point that you found really difficult to shake? And do you have any tips? Because I'm done in rings with it. <laughs> Question number three. Uh, the word that has haunted me from my youth up until now, I mean from, from grade school until now, is indeed. I'll say the word indeed. I don't know where I picked it up. I'm not being cute or coy. I just say indeed. And not only has this saying haunted me and gotten me teased, I I have noticed some of my romantic partners have mirrored me on this one. And I'm like, oh, you poor unfortunate soul. 
And they're like, indeed I am. What is something that you wish you had known um, at the beginning of your journey into Ooh. becoming the Grey Knight? So if you could go back in time, what would you say to little mini Grey Knight that was just posting his for- first audio? Mm. So, yeah. Thank you again for putting up with and responding to my questions. I adore you and wish you a very restful and healing break. And I'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much. And before she goes, I do want to say that she's absolutely right. Thank you to all the other ladies of the night. I I, uh, I never knew such support existed. I've always relied on the kindness of strangers. Um, the, the simple truth is... I didn't start thinking of myself as uh, somebody who was performing, etc. I was just a guy who's putting stuff up on Reddit until October of last year when I did go away for three weeks and things didn't exactly slow down in my absence. And that's when I looked around and went, okay, this is a real thing. Because up until then, I had no idea. The number one thing I would tell myself is... Things are going to suck, and that's okay. It's going to be all right. Uh, This is advice I need to tell myself now, frankly. It's okay to let go. You don't need to control everything. Uh, Everything will work out in the end. If it's uh, not working out, it's not the end. These are things that I say constantly uh, to you and that I need to take to further heart myself. But truly, you guys are amazing to me, and... I need to have more faith, not in you, but in in the journey itself, I suppose. I'm so fixated on the end sometimes. Uh, next question comes from Touch of Crass. Hello, Jack. Hello. I have two questions. Okay. The first one has two parts. Okay. <laughs> um, what is the best, worst pickup line you've ever used on someone, and did it actually work? <clears throat> I don't use bad pickup lines. Uh, and I love them is the, is the thing. I love a bad pickup line and I wish that you guys would use them on me all the time. Uh, but I don't, I don't use them because if I'm actually, uh, willing enough to go and hit on a woman, like that's serious. I'm like, Oh my God, I need to get to know this person better. And I try and, and I try and make an impression, but what, which ones do like, I love, Oh, I love, I love the worst ones. I love the, Oh my God, that dress looks beautiful. It look even better scrunched up in a ball on my floor. You know, I love ones like that. Um, <clears throat> I wish, I wish, I wish uh, <laughs> I had the personality type to pull them off. I do not. Work. And the second is in regards to your trip to Europe. I've only been God following the blog since like February. So I don't know if you've addressed this already. Or anything. Um, I just wondered if there was like a specific reason for your trip or (laughs) if you're going just to go. All right. Well, when I go to Europe, which is over two months away, I'm going to work on the Great Night more than I am now. Right now I I, uh, have a part-time job and I have other existing factors like neighbors that really limit my uh, recording hours because of how loud they are when they get home from work, etc., uh, I'm going to Europe to crash on a friend's couch and sleep in their spare room uh, and record there while they are not home and then house it for them. So it is a 
way to further being the Grey Knight without actually spending uh, a lot of money on it and that kind of thing. Again, not happening for two months, just taking one week off, guys. Either way, I'm really jealous, and I hope you have a blast. Now you not. And I hope your upcoming time away from us is restful and healing, and so does he. <laughs> Hello, Kitty. And I hope it's full of cat cuddles and burritos and everything else you need. And when you come back to us, I hope there is a spring in your step and a smile <laughs> on that ridiculously handsome face. Oh, thank you so much. I'm gonna. I'm just going to murder you all for hearing what you want to hear. Up next is a question from Katie. Hey, Jack. Hello. It's Katie. Hi. So, I have a couple questions. Okay. First one being, what is your favorite um, physical quality about yourself? I, I'd go with my upper arms. They're pretty great. Uh, they're pretty great right now uh, because of the warehouse job and everything. And um, I, I love it when a partner will try and bite them because the bicep is too big for them to bite and they don't know that because if you challenge one of your partners i find they're like i can do anything and i'm like all right try and bite this bicep and they'll be like i can't get my teeth around it and they'll pout that's pretty great what is something that you've always wanted to do for example something as crazy as skydiving or something as minuscule as i don't know riding a train you know, <clears throat> I actually have never uh, ridden in a boat until pretty recently. So that was cool. Um, the, I just admitted it on the, on the uh, blog when I was taking some audio questions one night. I've always wanted to play Hotspur. I've always wanted to play Hotspur from Henry IV Part One. He's my favorite antagonist ever, and I've always wanted to play him. And at one point, I had all his lines memorized, not because there was anybody holding auditions or anything, just because I was so in love with that play and uh, Falstaff and everything. And uh, I want I want to compete because you're never in a, in a scene with uh, Falstaff if you're Hotspur. Uh, but I wanted to like try and chew the scenery as much as him. Oh man, that'd be so much fun. Uh, for a more practical thing, always want to get rolled down a hill in one of those giant human-sized hamster balls. Yeah. We all know how much you love to cook, mm -hmm. but what about baking? Are you much of a baker? If you could design... I'm skipping the baking question because I feel like I answer it once a month. ...your own video game and, you know, make up the story and whatnot, what would, like, what would it revolve around? What's your ideal video game? I think I would make an idle game. I've talked about those before. They're games that mostly 99% play themselves. And I think I would play, I would make an idle game RPG that's based around you trying to enforce a good habit. So you'd come back and once a day you would, you would put, your, put your data in if you had actually enforced the good habit. And then your little RPG characters would grow based upon that. And I think that would be pretty cool. And an extremely random question here. What's your opinion on rodents? That's it for me. And thank you, Jack, for all that you do. I hope you have a great day. Oh, I'm going to break some hearts here. I'm a traditional pet guy. Yeah, I love all animals, but some animals I love outside the house. And that includes reptiles and rodents. And birds. So you can give me some cats, dogs, and maybe even a little pot-bellied pig inside the house. Uh... Everything, uh, everything but horses, I think I could live with, because I've lived with horses, and 
I don't want to do that again. <laughs> Once you've gone horse. Oh. Catherine, a Catherine the Great joke is just waiting there. But I'm going to let it lie. Last question comes from Superfan Wench. Hi, Jack. Hello. I just saw your request for more questions for the Thursday podcast before you take off for a bit. And um, I wanted Say to follow up on that because it's been so, so wonderful to see all the support coming through on Tumblr. And uh, I'm glad to hear that you're feeling better about the work. I'm looking forward to your little healing time away. Thank you. I was just wondering if you could spend a, a little bit of time talking about something I've seen referenced multiple times in the past, which is just that you find it um, easier or more fulfilling or um, in some way better to respond to people when they're not just the uh, eggs and sunglasses. Mm. What is it like? How is it different when you have someone who has a name attached? Um, I thought maybe if you could talk about what that's like for you, it might make it easier for people to set up a little account um, <laughs> and follow through on that step. Well, thank you very much. Um, <clears throat> the first thing about it is you have to have an account to be in eggs with sunglasses. You can submit stuff to the blog without a Tumblr account, without that, but it comes through as an email. To be anonymous, you have to have a Tumblr account and say, no, I'm going to specifically check this button to say I'm anon. So the first reason why it's easier to respond to a person or an account is because they have not checked that button. The second thing is anons ask incredibly personal questions while saying, no, I don't want you to know even a screen name about me. And therefore, I roll my eyes because what if I were sitting across from you on a first date and I said, hey, I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions about yourself, but let me just say up front before you answer any of them, I'm not going to answer any questions you have about me. How would that feel? <clears throat> How would that feel if I did it time and time again? If I said, hey, just one quick question, but I'm not going to answer any question about me. You might go, okay, the first time. Now do it 20 times a day. And uh, that's about all I had. Oh, no. I am so happy for you and wish you always <laughs> the best. Um, you enjoy yourself, okay? I think everyone will be here when you get back. And uh, I hope so. And that's super cool. So thanks to all your listeners, too, for that. It's nice to see. I know you deal with a lot of stuff behind the scenes, but um, the parts we get to see are really pretty awesome. Oh, thank you so much. So, yes, really and truly, no big secret. It's just uh, it's much easier to relate to a person than a question. The other thing is I found out pretty early on that somebody was spamming me uh, with egg questions, and they were even somebody who had access to me on Skype and uh, somebody I knew from Gone Wild, and that really just broke my heart. Like, I was so sad finding that out. It felt like I was throwing all of this energy and time into into someone's void. And uh, if you're listening to this and you know who you are, I'm sorry, but it was a real bummer finding that out. And I and to a degree, I fear it. Now, obviously, it's not true because I've banned, like, you know, however many... I was going to say a number, and then I realized I have no idea what the number is. I've banned a lot of egg and sunglasses for just being inappropriate... Uh, just, just, uh, 
feeling like they were redundant, etc. Uh, yeah. So now I know you're not all the same person, but still, there's a little Lovecraftian paranoid part of me that's like, oh, I bet it's only like 10 people over and over again. I The odds of that are very, very low, I know. But, uh, you know, creativity, it comes with a curse. All right, guys, that'll do it. I think I've made it pretty clear that it's just for one week that I'm taking off and that the podcast will be back with a brand new episode on the 26th. So thank you again so much for your patience and concern. Uh, starting tonight, I'm going to start taking some uh, uh, prescribed cough medicine. It's 10 days of, of treatment and all that, which is why the next week is pretty much wiped out. Uh, I took it for five days, and that was a killer. So 10 days is going to be rough. But <clears throat> anything to heal and anything for you guys, uh, thank you again so much for listening I know that this is probably inappropriate to ask while I'm gone, but please do keep the giveaway going. If you don't know and you only listen to me on the podcast, what? On the blog, uh, that's graynighterotica.tumblr.com. I'm giving away three Vibeses at the end of this month, and all you have to do is follow me on the blog. And, uh, yeah, you automatically get entered. How cool is that? Thank you again to everybody for being a fan, and I will see you in two weeks.